Hey, yo. Welcome to episode 118 of Flights. Football. And anything else. I'm Dave. Hi, Mike. How you doing, Dave? Well, uh, besides the fact it feels like somebody hit me with a baseball bat right in my back left corner. But anyway, I'm I'm feeling like shit right now. How are you, Mike? Uh, not bad, actually. And a slight change to the intro. I think one of our listeners will get the tribute. Uh, I don't know if anybody else will, but... The Hey Yo was a shout out to the, late, the the passing of Scott Hall, formerly Razor Ramon of the, <laughs> he started in the WW, WCW, or actually one of the smaller alliance, then finally got a shot in WW, yeah, I don't know if it was ever part of WWF, but WWE, and then he went back as part of the New World Order, and the New World Order, for my money, was still the greatest era in wrestling history, and... As we're recording, as we let the listeners know, you know, last week on 117, we wouldn't be recording till Monday night. So at time of recording, it's a week ago today that um, he fell and broke his hip. So he had a surgery on his hip. And then either Saturday or Sunday, the previous week, not two days ago, um, suffered three heart attacks in, oh, wow. in a day and was put on life support. And then his one of his NWO partners, Big Sexy Kevin Nash, aka Diesel, um, put out on you know social media that they were just waiting for some final family members to get to the hospital and they were gonna pull the plug because there was nothing they could do. Right. Sixty three, I'm sure his insides were that of like a hundred and fifty year old because I mean just the way he lived yeah, his life. Part yeah. drugs and alcohol, drugs and alcohol. And I just watched a documentary on him today and um I was unaware of that. Like, when he was 23, he killed a guy. It was a little scuffle outside a strip club, and he was eventually, you know, acquitted or, you know, let out because it was self-defense, whatever, whatever. But I didn't know that until I watched the documentary. But anyway, so uh, rest in peace, Razor Ramon. Um, but anyway. All right. Yeah. So tonight's tastings are kind of a, they're a donation by, and a donation by proxy because Jake Danieluski, been listening lately, he told me he won $92 in my fantasy football league. All right. And he said, hey, you know what, I'll tell you what. Uh, take $50, buy some beer, and put 42 towards the other uh, gotcha. for, ne for next year in the fantasy football pool. God bless um, him. And I said, well, hey, you sure? You know, you don't have to, but I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, go ahead. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to change it just a little bit. I'll take 42 for beer and put 50 towards next year's football because we don't deal in single numbers with the, you know it's five dollars for a transaction, ten dollars a week, yada yada yada. So I told myself I'll use 42 for beer, and then so and then Liz last week or two weeks ago when she was at Horrocks picked out three beers, you know, and I'm saying that you know we use Jake's money that he donated from finishing fourth in right. my, my league's football playoffs. So, That's awesome. Thanks, Jake. Yeah, thanks, Jake. Still work on that interview with uh, your brother-in-law from Midland Brewing Company. Um, first tasting. One of the lower ABVs the pot has had but is interesting can, and that's how Liz does most of her shopping when she picks out beers for the... She doesn't look at whether it's a, a IPA, 12%, 40%, 50% IBUs, 130% IBUs. She looks at the can. Right, and that's stereotypically... That's how they pick like the, the March Madness brackets yeah. and stuff, too. I, I well, like that's how it. I pick my March Madness brackets, <laughs> I'll tell you that. I like their uniforms. 
Um, but anyway, the first first item up for bid on flights, football, and anything else, follow us on Twitter at EPODFFA or like us on Facebook at flights, football, and anything else, is Monty Python's Holy Grail, an amber gold ale tempered over burning witches. And then why don't you read that top one? Because you've actually said the quote that's on the top of the can a number of times on this very pod. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelled of elderberries, you silly English knigget. There you go. That's uh So let's go ahead and crack these bad boys. And like uh, like I say, the particulars, 4%, zero or NAIBU. So 4% for an amber ale. This truly could be a lawn-cutting beer if it's tasty enough to meet said requirement. All right, without further ado. Oh, that's got an interesting little note to it. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, I'm, I'm not getting the amber gold. I'm getting like basically a lager, like yeah. almost like a Budweiser. Straight up. Yeah. yeah. Budweiser, maybe with a little bit of a little t- crisp little, to yeah. it. Um, a little something, something. Well, before we do what, what we've been watching, you had a busy weekend, but my weekend started first on Thursday, so I'm going to go first. Last Thursday night, Justin, my oldest son, and I went down to the Fillmore in... Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit to see Bad Wolves, Hollywood on Dad, and Papa Roach. And I have you, you recovered? Oh uh, yeah. And I, you know, actually I did I did well. I only had I told the I told the guys in the cooler department I was only gonna have two because I had the long drive. Ended up having four. Four uh pints of Budweiser spaced out over, you know. A four hour, you know, so sure. a beer an hour, so very responsible. Uh, Justin knocked back a few more than that, plus a shot of Jägermeister, but he wasn't driving, so what the heck. Yeah. But like all week, I was just, you know, typical dad stuff is like, oh man. It, not that I didn't want to hang with my son, because I did, and I do like the bit, but the drive to Detroit on a Thursday night is like, where are we going to park? And But oddly enough, I don't know if anybody's familiar with Detroit. The Fillmore is literally across the street from Comerica Park and there's a parking lot in between the two. We got there. The show started at 7 because I had physical therapy in that. We didn't even leave the house till about 4.40. Got there at about 6.57. Had to drive around the block a couple times because in addition to the concert, there was a collegiate wrestling at Little Caesars Arena. Oh, So that was, you know, and I'm, and Justin, as we pulled up, he says, what's going on, I wonder, because the Fillmore is that way and everybody's walking that way. And then, I, you know, there was a ton of Minnesota Golden Gopher stuff, so they must have a pretty good wrestling program. But uh, So anyway, that was going down there. And oddly enough, right across the street from the Fillmore, $15. Not, I mean, not one of those where you're like, oh, geez, I'm eight, I'm eight deep. I wonder if I'll ever get out of here. I mean, it was a regular a pull through parking spot. Yeah. And, you know, 75 yards and we're in From line to get into the film. Go, yeah. Right? yeah. So all that worrying about, oh, geez, the traffic, you know, I'm not going to get out. But for not, Bad Wolves would have been better had you not been waiting to see the other bands. Um, Hollywood Undead fifth time and for the fifth time they have not disappointed um 
one of the members wasn't there because he tested positive for COVID. So Danny, I think his, his name is. And they had, oh, the, Danny. They, yeah, right. they did a little yeah. video beforehand. And Danny's <laughs> like, hey, when you get to my long, my part of this song, this song, and this song, you make sure you sing the fuck out of those lyrics. And the crowd went wild, even though it was just a videotape. And, um, but man, do they, do they put on a show that gets, it makes it feel like you're, you're their buddies. I mean, it, Fillmore's a small place. There, there probably wasn't. I mean, it was packed, right. but packed for the Fillmore is probably twenty-eight to thirty-two hundred. Okay. So, but, right. um, but I mean, they get everybody involved. They brought this one kid up on stage. He was probably eight years old, and he just he had one move, and he stuck with it the whole song. And then they brought up another lady who sang part of the song, and she did a pretty good job. Maybe they had, maybe they were plants, but I saw the lady who sang the song back where Justin and I were, so. It's not like she right. was with the band. So, and then I was thinking, going in, I was like, God, because Justin's a big Hollywood on Dead fan too. And I was thinking, you know, my heart won't be disappointed if he wants to just leave after Hollywood on Dead. Because I'm thinking, Papa Roach. Huh? But boy, I'm glad we stayed because Papa Roach, for me anyway, is one of those bands. Oh, that's right. That's Papa Roach. You know, getting away right. with murder. Scars. That's that's you know there were about eight bangers on there. I'm like, well, fuck, I like Papa Roach. I mean, I, I, I <laughs> right. guess you know the one song I, uh, "Last Resort" was a song I wanted to hear. Naturally, they came out of their encore, or they came out for their encore, and that was their first of three encores. But uh, but yeah, so spectacular. Good night. Evening. Yeah, and they, sounds and, like a great you night. Know, right when the lights go down, <sighs> you know you're at a concert. <laughs> even even indoors, they were blazing in the Fillmore. Well, that was one of the things this weekend. I mean, I was at a teacher conference for crying out loud. And even in the Chicago Hilton, I mean, you know, someone would walk by you and you take two more steps and go, holy shit, who let the skunk loose yeah. in here? What, What is going on? So, yeah, so tell, yeah, so you went to Friday morning, got on Amtrak, right? Yeah. Got on Amtrak, went to Chicago for school. So, what in Chicago, and I'm not knocking the teaching profession or anything. Sure. I'm asking a legit question. So what was the need to travel to Chicago that couldn't have been done over Zoom or Um, on Teams? So they bring in, do you know who Michael Jr. is? Comedian. He's got a couple small shows he does. Um, Maybe if I saw him, I don't know the name. So, I mean, that's the first name that's come to mind. But um, the heavy hitters in the education world, I mean, they're not going to... They're not going to go to Saginaw and talk to a bunch of teachers, and then Midland, and then Bay City, and then Flint, and then Owasso, and the, you know what I mean? Right. So they're going to come into this region, you know, and so wherever this, uh, well, ASCD, I'm not going to go through the acronym because I'm probably going to get one of them wrong like I usually get, but um, they can get the heavy hitters in the education world to come to one place. Um, the membership for it, I, I you know, uh, the 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 cost of attendance you know these kind of things they can pay these people to to um you know get everybody to come to this venue now for example when it's in atlanta or it's in san francisco or whether it's in you know we don't we, i'm not going to any of those i don't plan on it anyway it's just something we could get to pretty okay. easily so it's, in, it's basically the glazier football clinic in grand rapids but for teachers and like the, Sure. So it's a convention, like yeah, so, it, it is. Oh yeah, oh, yeah it's okay. a convention. There's there were people there from fourteen different countries. Okay. Yeah. So all right. 
I, I that's because you. I don't know if it was last year, but you've done that before. Yes, 2019. Okay, so yeah, yeah so just before COVID. Right. Um, and and it it does. Uh, there is an aspect of it where just like with your Glacier Conference or whatever that thing is that your profession is about, or you know, if you have you know a a, a, a passion or whatnot. But when you get together with like-minded people and you get talking about it, it does give you a a bump in motivation and kind of get you recentered. Right. So that's just maybe like focus not a it gets you focused away from all the day to day minutia that kind of brings you down right. in whatever job or career you're in, and kind of get you recentered on all those things why you started doing what you're doing in the first place. So that's what um so yeah so it's exactly like the Glazer uh, football clinic except for education because yeah. and then there's like some of those you know I, I signed up for like this one this one and this one at the Glacier Clinic years ago when I went. And, you know, keep in mind, at the time, I was coaching sixth-grade youth football. And the one, the one I think it was either Nebraska or Penn State, he was the strength and conditioning coach, and I was into that one. I mean, he actually had me motivated, you know, but he, and he was just a fiery older guy, but just like a, built like a fire hydrant and, yeah. you know, how he, blah, you know, this, that, and the other thing. So, I, but then the other one, I'm like, I consider myself a knowledgeable football fan. Mm-hmm. And I know... The, the basics how to teach youth football right i'm sitting in, in this one class and they're talking they're talking terminology <laughs> and i'm sitting there thinking i'm sitting there thinking to myself you know if i were in a latin a, a, a mid-level latin class i think i'd have a better job understanding the latin class than what this guy's talking about because i have no fucking idea what this guy's talking about right. and it's like you know, so i'm just like you know like, you're trying to put that. I probably had a stupid glazed look on my face, just staring at the football screen. But it was like, but yeah. So yeah. I didn't enjoy that part of the clinic that right. much. But like I say, that strength and conditioning. I'm like, okay, I can actually take what he's given me and right. give it to a sixth grader, an eighth grader, right. a senior, you know, or whatever. Sure. But yeah. And for people who know who Michael Jr. is, he's not a heavy hitter necessarily in the education world. Uh, but he is, he's kind of a comedian slash, you know, motivational, philosophical, um, he, he had a phenomenal, um, uh, uh, talk that he gave, uh, uh, in the, in the morning, first session, and then in the evening you had the really big, like the people that probably charged $10,000 to walk up on stage kind of a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, the Michael Jr. one, he made you laugh, cry, think all that kind of stuff. Now, is it is his last name Michael with J R or his name Michael J U N I R? No, no, it, it's I, I'm assuming that's his like his his uh, stage name is Michael oh. Jr. It's J R. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and there's probably he's had a couple of uh, videos, whether they be TikToks or probably um, it was on Facebook. But I I saw a couple. I saw him. I'm kind of like, yeah, maybe I know this guy, but he played one of his videos to uh, to emphasize a point, and I'm like, oh my god, this this sucker went viral. Um, I've seen this one before. So he had a guy who was talking to some other teachers, and um, um, African American gentleman sitting in the front row. He said, you know, what do you do? And he says, oh, I'm a music teacher. Um, and he said, can you play? Um, uh, can you sing for me, Amazing Grace? And he sang Amazing Grace, and it was it was really, really good. Like, boy, this guy's got some talent. And then Michael Jr. said, no, no, no. I mean, sing Amazing Grace like uh, your dad, um, 
you know, just went to prison and he went down all these, you know, these things like you would, you know, like in country songs or in the blues or something like that, you know. And this guy belted out Amazing Grace like like people were crying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, then that's part of his thing is like you got to know your why. You know, I, I asked him to sing Amazing Grace and he sang it. But then I asked him, like, why? Why? I want you to sing Amazing Grace, but I'm now I'm telling you why I want you to sing Amazing Grace. And it, you know what I mean? Then he understood what he had to do, and he really... So, it's kind of one of those things. You know what I mean? Right. So, is it in, uh, like, like a, the Marriott, and you just go into the conference room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the, it's the Chicago Hilton on in South... Uh, Hilton, I said Marriott. That was yeah. close. Chicago Hilton on South Michigan. So, it's that's a big place, big conference center, but... So, uh... Got there. Well, Friday night looks like you had some personal time because you sent me a picture of Mike Krzyzewski. Yeah. And what were the beers that you had down there? Uh, oh, gosh. They had a 1980, 1937 was from the, the Burger Bar. Um, and that was their flagship red, which I would say, oh, boy. Oh, oh we know what that means. All right. Now, this one day, I can't constantly just beat you up. You know, that siren for the new listeners, whenever you hear that siren, that means how close are you paying attention, Dave? Uh, started in episode 116. He was 0 for 2 and 116. He was 1 for... So he's like 1 for 4, 1 for 5 on this game. Now, this one is such a, a volleyball. It's, it's a beach ball. It is such a beach ball that you could not even hesitate and give me time to go to the ticking clock on the phone. So it's going to make me look worse. Well, in fact, it's going to make you look... This podcast may end just due to <laughs> irreconcilable differences. Um, so anyway, what is Jenny's number? Oh, 8675309. All right. There, I had, like I said, I, right. I had to get you... Kind of, I mean, right. we're, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. pod partners. I can't just spend well, all... God. I just can't spend all... All the time, just beating you up and making. I gotta imagine if you're if you're forty five, I for fifty for sure. If you're fifty years old or, or fifty between fifty and sixty, if, if that's not etched into your brain, well, well and that's why I said. I mean, yeah. if you did not get that one, I think they're we'll get harder as we go. But like I said, I, I just wanted to, I just wanted to be, bum, bum. <laughs> I just wanted to build your confidence up, get you get you feeling good about how how you're paying attention. But yeah, right. yeah. It's, I mean, that's one of the you know. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Um, and it's funny the number to Meyer in Midland. It, the generic number, then you got to type in an extension. But the number to Meyer in Midland is eight three seven five three zero nine. So just oh. one di- one digit off. But anyway, do they get a lot of people calling them asking for Jenny? I think so. Okay. <laughs> I asked. About, I asked the one guy that, and he, that he didn't get it at first. But I said, okay, never mind. Well, good thing he's not on the pod. Exactly. So, um, anyway, we were talking Friday night. You were went out and you were talking about the beers you you drank. And then I, they had a red uh, that they've had there um, apparently in the Chicago. Whoever this brewer is, I think they've been doing it since 1837 or some variation of it. Um, and I would I would put it right up against the red jacket from Keweenaw Brewing. Oh, okay. You sent me a text of it. What was the name of it? You said you, you wanted to share the name, and I can't remember. Uh, I'd have to, I'd have to or, dive back into that maybe when we're switching over or something like that. Um, I guess yeah, it's not that far away. 
Uh, bring my item issue. Which, uh, three times can I bring it? What? Anyway, I'll, um, yeah, I don't know. So, as busy as where I take it, you probably haven't watched much? Uh, no. I watch basketball. I mean, that's pretty much all I've had time to watch a little bit of hoop. All right. Um, got three real quick. Then we'll rate Monty Python's Holy Grail. Billions, Liz and I are one behind. Episode seven was uh, last night. We have not watched that yet. Uh, today, uh, Monday the 21st, I ripped through a four-part doc on Netflix called Bad Vegan. It, it's almost um, inventing Anna to a T. How come I don't know people? I don't know anybody where I could call them and say, hey, I, I need $14,000. Send it to me. Right. I don't know. I don't know anybody that I can. I don't even know. I know many people. Go, hey, I need fourteen dollars. <laughs> I mean, and this because this guy. Um, no, I just snorted. It was a uh, pure food and wine, and then they spun that off with a you know marketing thing of one lucky duck. It was a real popular restaurant. She was vegan in um, New York, and. Alec Baldwin actually nearly fell in love with this lady, but then he met somebody else at Pure Wine and Food. Pure oh, Food and Wine. I think I do remember this. Yeah, and it and it's it's a true story, but it, it's like the guy in it's obviously the villain. He swindles her out of you know like two million dollars, drug her name through the mud, and I think the restaurant closed. And that my that's what I say. The the part I took out of that interview. Or the four part doc is like I just need that I just need different friends because I don't have anybody I could call and say hey I need twenty thousand dollars or somebody's gonna kill me yeah <laughs> most of my friends will say well I guess it was nice knowing you sorry <laughs> to hear that <laughs> so um, but yeah so that was interesting to me about fifty minutes per episode four episodes easy watch not bad and then a little late to the party but. Wednesday, 1 and 2. Thursday, I was in Detroit, so we couldn't watch any. Friday, 3 and 4. Saturday, 5 and 6. Sunday, 7 and 8. Liz and I watched 1883. We have 9 and 10 to go. We'll probably knock those out tomorrow. Um, what do you think? I tell you right now, depending on how 9 and nine and 10 go, I can't say it's my favorite of all time because there's only one series. Right. You know, so it would hard it would right. be hard to say, oh, it's better than Sons of Anarchy when Sons of Anarchy was eight or nine seasons. Yeah. Um, I actually like it better than Yellowstone. Okay. Right. And Yellowstone's four seasons. Uh, I, and I think what I, we've talked about this on the pod before. I, I think what I'm so mesmerized by in this, this series, because, uh, geez, probably a, Single digit or high teens or low twenties episode of the pod. I said, you know, I I think one of our first ever random questions: Would you go back in time or go into the future? And I said I'd go back in time because this time period is just mind boggling to me. Yeah, almost I, lawless. Well, yeah. and not yeah, and not knowing anything, like okay, well, let's just go this way. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. And that and that, you said lawlessness and that so. When did so at, at what? Because there was still law back. They hung people for stealing. Sure. So there was law. Yeah. But you know, like you just go steal from people and kill them. So like when and and that's eighteen hundred late eighteen hundred. It was after it was post Civil War. So it, it was after eight, 
well, yeah. obviously the year the movie, 1883. Right. So at what time did it all of a sudden like not become basically part of your daily job duties where you're just going to kill somebody and not even think anything of it? I mean, it's just like... Yeah, I, I where Well, probably when it, you know, society and you had towns were bigger and there was more structure and... I mean, at that point, especially in 1883, I, it was kill or be killed. Right. There was still that mentality. Right. Like and nobody had any, nobody had any problems doing it either. Just like, well, <laughs> um, but I, as far as underrated actors, I mean, even at first, at his age, I'm, I'm, I was like, ah, God, can I buy this? But then I, I just said, hey, you know what, Mike? It's a show. Just Sam Elliott is a badass in just about every movie he's fucking ever been in. <laughs> right. I, I think he's an underrated actor. I, I love Sam Elliott. Yeah. And um, I don't know if he's done anything else. I don't think much. But I know he's a country music singer. But I think Tim McGraw does a great job. Phenomenal. In this, in this Phenom- series. For, yeah. for a singer with not a lot of acting right. background that I know of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And... There's always one character I hate, and it's Faith Hill's character. I fucking hate that bitch. <laughs> really? Um, and then one final thing on that is, okay, all you Yellowstone watchers. Well, what do you hate about it, though? I'm just curious. She's just a bitch. Even though she supports her, man, I don't like her condescending talk to, to her daughter. And I just, she's annoying me. I just, I don't, okay, hate would yeah. be a strong word. She's my least favorite character. Yeah. Um. Yeah, she's just, I mean, but like the woman of the family, a lot of times, I'm being stereotypical here, but you have a family, right? Mm -hmm. You got to have some control over what's going on in the family, right? Right. I don't know if she has any. Maybe that's what's, you know what I mean? And, you know, she she got kind of pulled from her life and they're going to go out west. And now it's like, shit, everybody around you is, like you said, there's death every day. As opposed to being back in, where was Tennessee? Is that where they came? I think it was Tennessee. Yeah, then they headed out. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I thoroughly enjoying it as one of my, like I said, it'll be hard if they don't come out with a season two, season three or whatever, it's going to be difficult to say it's my number one series of all time. Cause it's just one season. You yeah, gotta, right. you know, you gotta back it up. Yeah. So, but yeah, thoroughly enjoying it. Sorry that I waited and I still cannot find Ted. You said it was on something else other than Apple TV and I can't find it fucking anywhere. Yeah. Then it's then they probably haven't released what, but it outside what is it? of you Apple said, TV. I thought you said it was on something else. I thought it was too. I probably I don't know. Maybe maybe I, it was in the third tasting. Maybe and I didn't know what I was talking about. I'm, right, I'm not well, sure. I guess we'll I, I'd have to that. figure. I'd have to find it out too. So uh, I looked up that that beer. So this is at the Burger Bar uh, on uh, South Michigan in Chicago, and the name of the beer I said had the best beer. It had the best name given to a beer. I think I've ever heard. It's called the Buckle Down the Buckle Down the Clencher uh, X. So it's a hoppy double IPA, aggressively hopped, then dry hopped with a duo of uh, Strata and Trident hops, medium body with a slightly sweet finish from Flaked Oats and Victory Malt. 8.7 with 50 IBUs. Did you try that one or no? I did not. Pussy. Oh, the, the one question I had before we rate this beer. For anybody watching Yellowstone, you could help me out. 1883, Yellowstone's Four Seasons, 2021. So let's say it's circa 2015-ish. 
I think that's where Yellowstone is set. It's modern times, right? Yeah. So, right. Two thousands, anyway. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which character are any of the characters in eighteen ninety three? Eighteen eighty three. Eighteen. I don't know why I want to add ten years to that. What character? What's the lineage between the Duttons in eight? I know. Okay. McGraw's so, McGraw's a Dutton. Yeah. T- Tim McGraw's character is a Dutton. Correct. So which? How does Kevin Costner's character? What's so he the little to? boy is Kevin Costner's great grandpa. Okay, great grandpa. That makes sense. And because yeah, because we were trying to do the. Um, I, timeline. That, that's what I think. The, yeah, the, we were trying to do the timeline of it, and it's like, well, it can't. Obviously, it's not his dad because that would have made Kevin Costner like 115 years yeah. old in Yellowstone. That's that's what I think it is. Uh, we, I mean, we can be fact checked. I mean, we can fact check this a little, a little bit because I'm sure that question's been asked a thousand times. We just need to Google it. Okay. So anyway, let's go ahead and rate Monty Python's Holy Grail. Uh, definitely a lawnmower mowing beer. Uh, unfortunately, a little you know, it's it it's a Budweiser. It's it's a yeah, Miller, a right. Budweiser, a Coors. Right. It's definitely not the light version. So, what would I rate a Budweiser, a Miller light, or a, a, a Miller Bud Coors on this pod? Uh higher. I'll go two seventy. I mean, it, it it's solid drinking. You could have more than one at four percent. You know, probably have many more than one. But I'm going 270. You and I, you and I are on the exact same page. Although I gave it a 2.85. Why? Because the can is awesome. All right, fair enough. Um, I'm tapped. 3.32. So we're you know, three quarters of a point below them, and 51 and a half thousand check-ins. Oh, I never did say where the, uh, the Holy Grail was from. It's from Black Sheep Microbrewery in Masham. North Yorkshire, England. Oh, England. All right, Dave, second tasting. The oats are for the haze, the O's are for the craze. Introducing one special treat from Conflixity Brewing Company, a hazy IPA with tons of Cascade and Mackinac hops, along with one of our all-time favorite breakfast treats. We know that's a particular toucan. We know that a particular toucan would be flapping for joy at the first sip. Cheers to nostalgia. We have Oats and O's, Hazy IPA from Conflexity Brewing Company, a microbrewery right here in Michigan, in Portland, Michigan, to be exact. Oh, oh plenty of haze. Oh, uh, 6.2 and ABV, 38 IBUs. A lot of haze on the notes, that's for sure. It's not from England, but it is definitely a New England IP. Wow. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, I bet you Mikey likes. Yeah, very good. Yeah. That's a different cereal. That, yeah, that... Um, <laughs> We'll see how it, it is on the uh, pint. Great IPA flavor. I'm, I'm not getting all the it's the, it, the, the notes. Fruit, the, there the there was a lot of New England uh, uh, grapefruit. 
citra. But I'm not you know. getting the Fruit Loop flavor though. Oh no, not yeah. that. No, I'm not getting the. It doesn't taste sweet at all, like you would kind of get from the picture or the description on the can. Um. All right. So sports, tons and tons of sports. Obviously, the obvious is March Madness, but even the other sports had a lot going on. You know, in the last few weeks and. Like baseball, Carlos Correa signed a uh, my number. This isn't going to be Corrections Corner because I'm just spitballing the numbers here. I don't remember them exactly because there are so many different signings. Um, three years, hundred and fifty million dollars, and he has the option to opt out after the first or the second year of the contract. But I didn't even realize the Twins were in the market for Correa. I, I mean, th- that was a Yankees-Dodgers thing. Right. And even the Tigers were even in the mix on him, and then all of a sudden he goes to the Twins. I didn't think they were a short stop away from being contenders, but apparently they did. And then just yesterday, or late Saturday, early Sunday, my beloved Red Sox finished finalized the deal to get Trevor Story, who had a Phenomenal start to his career in Colorado with the high altitude and everything. So I don't know if he's ever be the hitter he once was, but plug him in at second base with some of the other sticks in the Red Sox lineup. I think that will be a good signing. They'll have to score a ton of runs because they also signed um, oh, this left-hander, Derek Holland. So if, if Derek Holland pitches, you better score 10 runs just to even have a chance. <laughs> um, there were a couple other baseball moves, but once again... Even though baseball, April 14th, the new opening day, no games lost. Football still sign, still steals the deal. Steals the show. Steals the deal. Sure, it sounded good to me. Yeah. I, was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I went with seals. You know, I combined <laughs> deals and show somehow. Um, the the mind-boggling one to me was Adam, Devontae Adams to yeah, the Raiders. right. And then <laughs> he got a ton of money. Well, okay, so I'm on the way to work, and I'm on the way to work. You know, I listen to uh, uh, Jay Will and Max, and so with my limited drive to work, right. I'm still like I feel so inadequate by the time I get to work because of all the money that's been thrown around that, these last couple weeks. That's what I'm. At, I'm I it's actually like, got what that. The f- that's my bullet point on some of these signings. That's what I was gonna. <laughs> it's uh, just like what now with the Devonte Adams thing. I mean, I get it, but. Uh, did the did the Packers have a chance to offer or to counter, or did they not want to, or who is he gonna? Who's Rogers gonna throw to now? Uh, I wonder if they'll be in the DK Metcalf sweep sweepstakes, but and then that wasn't even. I mean, you think Rogers four years, two hundred million, Adams deal, and then the um, Browns. Trade yeah. to the Texans, basically less than what the Broncos traded to get Russell Wilson to get a quarterback that's probably better than Russell Wilson, seven years younger than Russell Wilson, admittedly is going to come with a little bit of baggage right? because of, you know, last year. But, you know, so why, they trade for Watson and then sign him to a five-year, $230 million contract. Matt Ryan just today went to the Rams. Rams. <laughs> went to the um, Colts. Yeah. Yeah, so the, yeah. Um, 
I don't know who the Falcons quarterback is going to be unless I missed that one on the waiver wire because they were in on the Deshaun Watson right. train, but obviously he went to Cleveland, and now Matt Ryan goes to Indianapolis, so I don't know who Atlanta's quarterback is. Uh, the Bears have actually hopefully made some nice additions. They haven't made the jaw-dropping acquisition, but they had a lot of holes, so they went after some players. Uh, right. Matt Effervescent, as I like to call him, because I don't know how to pronounce his last name. <laughs> and Effervescent, I like it. I think that's you know sure. what a coach needs to be. He's actually brought over a, a, a Colt or two perfect, from his Mike. defense. Somebody's going to listen to that, yeah. the people at Alka-Seltzer, and they're going to go, hey, we got to get this guy to start doing commercials for us. Exactly. I see. And now that we're in LLC, we, yeah. should, we, we should patent that. <laughs> we, we should. Um. But, yeah, so, and you stole my thunder and no hard feelings. No hard feelings. But that's what I was just going to say. Now, I'm not that guy, oh, it's all, it's a kid's game. You can't pay that motherfucker that much money. That's ridiculous. Nobody's worth that much money. Well, well, wait a second. Correction. Somebody's worth that much money because somebody's willing to pay it. Right. Now, if my company said, hey, you're a great guy, we love you, you do a good job for this company, $100 million a year you're going to make. Am I worth hundred million? I, I don't think I bring a hundred million dollars to the table for my company, but if they pay me that, they must think I'm worth that. Right. So I'm not begrudging anybody to make their money. So go ahead and make your money. That's not. I'm just wondering: is it is the world ending and the money is irrelevant? It's just monopoly money. Hey, hundred million for you, hundred million for you. Everybody gets a hundred million. I mean, it's almost like, who's, where's this money come from? They're printing it. Is, you want the real answer? It's being printed. That's why. So, and, and there's some people, there's the doomsday, you know, Armageddon folks that are just like, you know, if you talk to the right person, they're just, you know, because of this, we are so fucked. Really? When, when, when it comes time to pay the fiddler, you know what I mean? Um, I know that new TV contract is, is worth it. But again, where's that money coming? Like the, the networks pay the NFL a gazillion dollars. Who knows? I mean, the money's obviously from that standpoint, the money is flowing, you know, from the consumers to the companies, you know, through the advertising, you know, to the owners, uh, you know, to the league, to the franchises, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, when it comes to, um, well, take for example, Take, for example, the insurance money we're getting in Michigan, right? Yep. Think about it. Like, they found $5 billion in the catastrophe fund, right? Squirreled away. Right. And, like, somebody's going, now, wait a minute. <laughs> right. What's $5 billion doing in this thing? You know, somebody called them on it. You know, kudos to that person. And so everybody, you know, everybody that had car, insur- car insurance, boat insurance, you know, any kind of insurance like that that was paying through the nose... They're going to get a bit, bit of a refund. Keep saying your word. <laughs> like how I tied that in <laughs> yeah, That was beautiful. Actually, <laughs> he's asleep. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> but you're right. I mean, it's just like, it's just like a thousand for you, 1200 for you. Right. It's, yeah. it's. It, and again, I mean, it's not my, indirectly it's my money sure. because, you know, when I go to, when, Taxpayer money you know, when and, I'm yeah. fishing, I go to opening day on April 15th because that's back on and 
uh, Fish actually found us tickets on the Cleveland website, which are just premium game prices and not StubHub rate prices. So we got a couple decent seats for 100 bucks on opening day, and then might even get into the Saturday game for free because if you bought tickets to opening day, they'll give you tickets to any April or May game for free just to get people in the building. Sure. I mean, they're they're upper level seats, but... Yeah. You know, you walk in and sit where you want because day two, even though it's uh, Saturday, will spike it a little bit, but game two, there's never as many people as game one. Although Saturday, they'll be better than most game twos because it's a Saturday. But, um, so yeah, so, and then we got March Madness. And, um, oh, uh, come on, man. All right, so you're familiar with the song Ba with the Ba by Kid Rock, correct? I'm starting to hate you. And um, anyway, he gives a shout out to his homies. Yeah. Where are his homies at? Oh, shit. Uh. Mm. That was an inadvertent yeah, siren. Inadvertent siren. Uh, da, 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 da. But I did not throw my phone, so plus one for me. <laughs> um. Oh, where is homies at? Shit. No, that just makes it worse. Um, where is his homies at? Um, at, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All my homies in the county in cell block six. Shit. Dang it. I was gonna say on the lake, on the boat, or in jail. Well, jail would I? I, yeah, I would. I would have <laughs> said you're on the right track, but you gotta be more specific. <laughs> you're right. All right. So um. All right. So here we go. I'm obviously be stupid. Everybody knows the results of the game, especially when you're not going to hear us till late Monday night um, or on your Tuesday commute. Uh, Brian from 7-Up actually sent me a Facebook message, asked what about the pod, and I said, come on, everybody was forewarned. He's, and, uh, he's like, ah, fuck, yeah, you did mention that. Yeah, Pastor Julie asked too. Well, she, see, she probably fell asleep before we <laughs> disclosed that we were not right. broadcasting. Like, on, uh, probably. So, um, but yeah, so... Thursday night's games, uh, pretty much chalk runs the table for Thursday the 24th. We have Arkansas-Gonzaga, a 1-4, Michigan-Villanova, a 2-11, Texas Tech-Duke, a 2-3, Houston and Arizona, a 1-5. So, obviously, Michigan being the 11 seed, I, I thought, you know, I don't know if Michigan's really an 11 seed, but, hey, they're... They're, they're, they're proving it so far. Yeah, they're... No, I, I actually thought they should have been a higher seed. Really? Yeah. Oh. I mean, not like a three or nothing. After but the roller coaster season they had? Yeah, some of the... They some, barely... There's 30 automatic bids from teams that are like... Most of the analysts didn't even think they were going to get in. But it's oddly enough, what you'll see here, um, everything is pretty much pick em. The lines right now are Gonzaga 9. I kind of like Arkansas because Arkansas slows the game down a little bit. And I watched that Memphis game... Gonzaga's an experienced team, very good. This is like their, I think, they're the New England Patriots of March Madness because this is like yeah, their, yeah. 90, their, their 99th Sweet 16 in a row or yeah, something like seventh. that. Seventh. Sweet, okay. Yeah, Sweet 16 in a row. But I tell you what, they better start. They better work on their free throws because their free throw shooting has been atrocious in the first two games. Abysmal. Um, Villanova is a five-point favorite. I will take Michigan. 
I, that's what I like about this Monday thing is we can get on. People have enough time to listen and say, oh, man, that Mike knows his shit. Or, oh, Mike, that what a fucking idiot. He cost <laughs> me some money. Um, Texas Tech is minus one at Duke or minus one versus Duke. And then um, the Wildcats are 1.5 over the Cougars of Houston. I'm going to bet Arizona only because I'm hedging my bet because in one of my two brackets, I've got. I am the only person of ninety-three people that took Houston to win it all. So if Houston wins it all, I win my bracket for the first time ever. Not being pessimistic here, I don't feel I pick early games well enough to go with the Gonzaga or Arizona. So I always got to go a little bit of a dark horse. Houston as a five seed winning the national title would be kind of a. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, not not. I mean, not like the Jets over the Colts Super Bowl three shocker, but it would be kind of a shocker. So I doubt they can win four more games in a row. But hey, I'm still in the hunt. I'm going into the second week, which is usually not the case. Stay tuned. Segment three. Uh, the second half of the Sweet Sixteen is on Friday, the twenty fifth. We have again not some chalk but not as much chalk but everybody's crowd favorite uh, every, i think everybody if you don't if your school's not in it you're pulling for the uh, peacocks of st peter hell yeah a 15 seed versus the 3 seeded purdue boilermakers purdue's laying 12 and a half i think that's a big number but at some point you you figure st peter is going to shit themselves is it against purdue or is it saturday or is it on sunday right um God is on their side, by the way. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, any team with Cox in the word it always has a chance. Um, the second game is Providence-Kansas, a 4-1. How do you go from one end of the have, spectrum no, on that to the I other? I have no idea. You went, re, you went religion, I went porn. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of religion, two in a row. Nice. Two in a row. Yeah. Um, Providence-Kansas, uh, Kansas seven and a half, a four versus a one. North Carolina- Eight, UCLA a four. UCLA is a two-point favorite. I think I'm going to bet North Carolina. And here's the one matchup of the Sweet 16, which usually always happens every year, and I could never, ever fucking pick it. I did have it in in one of my brackets. I can't remember what I had, but it wasn't this one. But we have the 11-seed Iowa State Cyclones versus the 10-seed Miami Hurricanes. Uh, Miami's laying two and a half. It's all about the U. But that's what everybody always thinks. Now, it's all about the U. My basketball team is Syracuse, who didn't even make the tournament. My football team is Miami. Right. So, anyway. Um, But, yeah, so, bracket-wise, I've, like I said, I've got air quotes here for when we ever go to YouTube. Puncher's chance. I don't think there's a snowball's chance in how Houston can win four more games in a row. But if they do, I, I win yeah. it. If they don't, I don't. Right. But right. I'm still in it. Sure. And I, of those games I just mentioned, the one I am betting, I am betting Michigan. I'm betting Michigan and Arizona. Michigan's getting points. Arizona's only laying one and a half. So I will take those two games. So episode 118, Monday night, March 21st. Mike of... Dave and Mike is taking Michigan Wolverines plus whatever points you're getting and Arizona laying one and a half. It's one and a half right now. I will lay up to three because the line could change by game time. I'll lay up to three with the Wildcats and I'll take Michigan getting anything. Wow. So, yeah, I don't, it, it all depends on which Michigan team shows up. I mean, and that's kind of like how it is with the Spartans. Although I, was, I thought the Spartans played well against Duke. 
they played well, uh, but obviously not well enough. And I, you know, there's always going to be some issues and some oopses and and whatever. But uh, I don't think they took advantage of the fact that um, um, I'm going to brain fart his name right now. That went down late in the game for Duke. Uh, they didn't take advantage of that situation quite enough. But uh, I actually I picked Duke to win that game only because I took that strategy from you in the sense that I was a winner either way. Right. Yeah. You, you can't go wrong with a good hedge. So, um, but I, at this point, my bracket is so destroyed. I mean, I don't even, it's, I can't even pick anything right now. My confidence yeah, is Yeah, you so had low. Tennessee winning it all. So, yeah, that one was, that one's a tough one. Well, I kind of went, I kind of went with the same philosophy as you right. did, actually, without even talking about it, is that I usually don't do well enough in the beginning. Right. That I needed to pick somebody that everybody wasn't picking. Right. I, I, yeah. I'm just pounding a little sand as I didn't say you didn't pick wrong. I just, no, 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 I, you know, no I didn't take it that way. Ask me, they say, did you see the Michigan State game? Did you see the Michigan State game? No, actually, I didn't. You know why? Why? Because I was actually, um, uh, in a in the midst of a 4.2 mile walk home from Beef O'Brady's. <laughs> what? Okay, do tell. Um, Liz dropped me off, and I was gonna watch watch the Houston Illinois second half, Ohio State, figuring Fish would show up, and then gonna watch the Michigan State game. Uh, loyal listener Jim Sunny Baird showed up, but he had uh, pre pre. Plan because his uh, girlfriend uh-huh. is a huge, huge Michigan State fan. So they had shit going on for the state game. So he had to leave after the Ohio State game. So I, I stuck around a little bit longer, and it's like, well, it, it it looks pretty sad sitting up at the bar all by yourself. So you know, I finished the the, the beer I was at, right? Um, paid my tab. Hope I think. <laughs> Hopefully, I paid my tab. Um, and then Fish still wasn't there, so I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm heading home. I text Liz. She was at, I, I didn't know she had a second athletic meeting. So I'm like, yeah. well, fuck it. I guess. So you were that guy crossing the bridge on Gratiot, crossing the Titawassee. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Why did, why did you see me? No. No, I meant, I, I, actually, meant I just meant, I, I, I just actually, meant that guy yeah. because there's really not a lot of room to walk. Oh, and I'm trust like, me. I was, holy, um, I'm like, you, know, it, you it, see somebody I was, walking I on that so, bridge, I you're was, like. I was sober enough. Where I, I was never on safe, but I knew there wasn't as much sidewalk on the north north side of Gratiot. Right. So there's no sidewalk ra- on the north side. Yeah, of right Gratiot. out of, right out of the chute. I walked to the corner, crossed at the crosswalk, and then was on the the sidewalk that by Sullivan's. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So that part of the Gratiot Bridge, there actually is a night and. I, I damn near was hugging the rail. So I was sober enough to know, you know, I wasn't like right. doing the Matrix walk or nothing across the bar. But I tell you what, I got to fucking Burger King and I saw their lobby was open. I'm like, I got to, I got to. So I ate a chicken sandwich, but it was like, it was more just to get off my fucking feet because I didn't have good walking shoes on. I got a fucking blister on my one, my left toe. And then, you know, so I text, you know, Liz, where are you? I'm like, I said, I'm walking home from B fucking O'Brady's, you know. Oh, I didn't even see it. I'm like, well, so, I, and then I'm on Ellie and she's like, I'll come to get you. And like, I'm four houses from home and she wrote, slows down. I'm like, yeah, I said, I'm teaching you. I'm going to walk all the way home. God damn it. Because I'm like, well, why at that point get in the car four houses away? 
So yeah. I showed yeah, her. <laughs> Didn't I teach her that? Oh, you did though. And I googled it. So I, it sure seemed like a lot more than four point two <laughs> miles, but. Um, but yeah, so you know, so I missed the Michigan State game. I turned on a basketball game and was probably sleeping in my chair within minutes. I tell you what, I got to I got to teach you the cut through behind McDonald's. I that would have saved I you a kn- mile and a half. I know, I know that cut through because Justin takes it when he's at Flanagan's. Yeah, when him and his buddies. Sure. You know, and you, everybody's wondering, well, geez, did you just leave your car there? No, I got dropped off. Yeah. Right. And I was planning on her picking me up, but I didn't know she had a stupid athletic club meeting. <laughs> and then I get in front of the cemetery, St. Thomas? St. Andrews. Yeah, St. Andrews, Andrews Cemetery. Yeah. And I'm like, I learn. You're like, ah, no, I, screw no, it. I'm just going to lay down. No, I look. And I'm like, because my, my dad, I know exactly where my dad's tombstone is. And I'm like. Uh, I'm like I just kind of like gave the old token wave. I was like, Dad, I still got a long way to go. I mean, that puts me way <laughs> off my margin here. <laughs> so he uh, probably appreciated oh, yeah, you thinking of yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, anyway, I think it's time to rate oats and o's. You're first. Like I, I like how you called it. You know, let's see how the pint goes down. And I'm enjoying this. I've got a, probably two more pulls off of this yet. Um. I'm enjoying it more and more. And so I'm going to go three point. Uh, do I go 3.5? Uh, 3.49. Oh. Oh, wow. All right. I went 3.41. And um, I'm actually glad I don't get a lot of the. I, I was expecting a real, real fruity taste because of the, the old 2K and Sam. And I'm glad I, I didn't. This is a yeah. good, solid IPA. Mm-hmm. You know you're Agreed. drinking. You know you're drinking an IPA. Not real hoppy, but there's enough there that. So at three point four one. What What did our friends at Untapped? God, and as usual, we're. I think we, we're just becoming two crotchety old men on our ratings because, as usual, we're below the Untapped rating. Now, admittedly, only. You know, our first beer had fifty-one and a half thousand check-ins. Oats and O's has eighty-one check-ins, <laughs> but they they average out to three point seven six. So we're we're closer to the untapped crowd with the second selection than we were the first selection. And just like that, David, third tasting episode one eighteen, we have Mueller. Mueller. Mueller, obviously a take on the Ferris Bueller's. Um, it's from Oozle Finch Beers and Blending, a microbrewery in Fort Monroe, Louisiana. Six ABV, zero slash NAIBU. And it is a sour, sour ale with blackberry puree. Key Lime Puree, Ginger, Vanilla, Lactose, and other natural and artificial flavors. Well, there's a lot in this one. There's a lot in this 16-ounce pint. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't even want to. I'm glad you read it. I didn't want to because I kind of like you, you read it with a raised eyebrow like, what? Yeah, I mean, so we got we got Blackberry, Lime, and Ginger. But the Ginger is obviously the Ma- Moscow Mule. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I don't know if I ever said that. The Mueller is a Moscow Mule style. Moscow Mule Mueller. Mueller. That's where the there, Mueller. There we go. Yeah, put day. Hey, I'm not that fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's debatable. <laughs> I did walk 4.2 miles. But like my mom said this today, she's like, well, why didn't you just call here? I don't know. Good question. Because <laughs> I wanted to teach everybody. That's right. And I bet you I taught everybody a lesson, didn't I? I taught them a lesson how dumb I am. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is oh, solid. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> they made this with a blender. Yeah, that's a fruit smoothie here. Oh, my I, God. They sell this at Tropical Smoothie for four ninety nine. <laughs> wow. Oh, but, oh, the notes are mind-blowing, though. Um, yeah, I did get the particular six in a, in a... Yeah, you did. The, it's, it's, li, I, the blackberry on the nose, I don't get, it's lime ginger. They're almost like fighting over one another. Lime yeah. ginger. Oof. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. <laughs> but that is fucking, now that is a wow. sour... <laughs> Oh, wow, oh, man, that is a sour, bro. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know if I got... I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to... I'm either not going to be able to finish this or I'm not going to be able to finish the segment. Oh, my God, does your jaw hurt? No, my jaw doesn't hurt, but my tongue's curled. <laughs> it, it's not a, I'm not saying it's, it's not a bad flavor. It is fucking sour. Oh, my God. Woo! It literally... I don't know if I've had... I don't know if I've had this reaction from one of those uh, uh, those sour with the what's those candies with the with the head exploding yeah, the atom- really yeah, no, atomic I, yeah. sours or something oh yeah this the, the, it's a very interesting <laughs> flavor though it is I'm not saying it's bad I'm not like yeah it's a it's a t- it's a lip quencher though for sure oh Whew. um I don't know yeah like whatever but like the the corners the back corners of my jar. That's crazy. <laughs> well, what, uh, now it'll be interesting to see if over the course of the pint, our palate becomes accustomed to it and right. we don't... Don't have we, that we, we reaction. Don't, yeah. You know, just like something that's hot. Yeah. If you like hot stuff, you know, the, even the first bite might be like... <sighs> yeah. And, 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 and as long as it's not just stupid, insanely hot, usually yeah, and, and a third knows? of the way through, you're like, okay... Who knows how I can much? Battle through yeah, this. Who knows how much of the IPA we had before this had something to do with the setup of why, why the reaction and it was so sour. Exactly. So, but I mean, if you say there's, if you say there's no flavor in Mueller, you better you better get your you're taste dead. buds checked you're because there's it's, it's not COVID. You're dead. Yeah, there there's flavor coming out your wazoo here, <laughs> but uh, I don't know if you have any, Dave, but. I don't know if you have any, but I have two. Hmm. Okay. Nope, I don't have one right now, but I might be able to come up with one. All right. I have two. Both happened Thursday night. Number one, it's going to be, you know, what really pissed me off was that my phone got blown up at the concert. Hey, you got to love March Madness. Hey, St. Peter's. I'm like, St. Peter's. I think they fucking played Kentucky. 
Why, did, did Kentucky lose? Yeah, St. Peter's. So, fuck you to Kentucky. I, I don't give a fuck if you're all freshmen. Um, I know that's that coach's style. I always get Patino and Car- it's Carlisle, right? Uh, oh, right now? Sure. Um, crap. Because Patino's, it's not, it's a, yeah, not Patino's Patino. on Ionia or some a small. Well, he had and, to go there because right. he got exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if Carlisle's still in Kentucky. I think he is, but who cares? Fuck him anyway. It's not. Know. I don't. It's not Carlisle. Right, well, well, well. I rant. You go on and yep. check who the coach is. But yeah. And I know Kentucky's modus operandi is they get the best five seven players. They all go to the NBA and then they start over. It was a fifteen seed. I had Kentucky as my champion on one of my brackets. And yeah, it's like one of my buddies pointed out, well, you picked them. Shouldn't the fuck you be to you? Well, yeah, it should be, but you also should be able to beat a 15 seed. You don't beat a 15 seed. I got news for you guys. You're not that good. Hopefully you don't go to the NBA. And I actually have a seasonal position out there, so if any of you are interested, maybe you're a better merchandiser than you are a basketball player because you don't fucking lose to a 15 seed. The Syracuse Orangemen, and yes, it was the Orangemen at the time, lost to the Richmond Spiders and David Robinson. Yeah, David Robinson went to Richmond. No, he was no, at Navy. He was, he was at Navy. Navy. Was, uh, yeah, they lost to Navy one year, but I don't think that was a 215, but they lost to the Richmond Spiders as a 215. I picked Arizona to win it all, and they've gotten beat by a couple. I think Santa Clara was a 15 and beat Arizona. Yeah, it happens. It does. It shouldn't happen. It's a disgrace. UK Kentucky Wildcats, fuck you and your one and done program. Mike John Calipari, why do I? I get John. Hey, I tell you, they get them all mixed up. Hey, it could be God. Uh, Release them all. Because uh, where does John? That's John. Where does uh, who did I say? I don't even Patino, know. Patino, we said. Yeah. I don't know. You were just here. You were just in. You were just in Italy, right? How many a month ago, right? Or, right. So maybe it's an island off of Italy or something like that. You were, I don't know, Calipari. Yeah. So Calipari is the one and done king. Yeah. I said, I, and we both agreed it wasn't Patino because Patino right. was at Louisville. He was at Louisville, got in trouble. Yeah. But who did I say? There was a third Caprini or something. Oh, I don't know no, what no, the no. hell you said. We'll have to. We'll have to listen to that part of the segment. What sure. timestamp it? We'll listen on, on the edit. All right, but so yeah, we corrected our own corrected corner. So yeah, Calipari's the one and done king. So yeah, so f you to if, fuck you to the Kentucky Wildcats and the um yeah, it was actually James Thering whose son donated the beer the other day who told me, well, shouldn't the fuck you be to you because you picked him? Didn't you? <laughs> I was like, hey, <laughs> hey, mind your business, James. <laughs> um, so. That's my first fuck you. Did you take one or you want me to go right to my second one? Nah, go another one because I got I have one brewing, but right. I don't know if it's legit or not. And I don't even know what to say, but and I'm going to put an asterisk by it because I don't know the circumstances. But Justin and I are getting ready to leave. Actually, we're leaving. We have, we have left the parking lot. And to get home to Saginaw from the Fillmore in Detroit... You got to hop on 375 North to get to 75, correct? Correct. I'm getting on to 75, 375 North. I got fucking somebody behind me coming in hot. I got traffic to my left coming in hot. And I got to merge. And right in fucking front of me, there's a car with its hazards on in the fucking lane, two thirds in the lane. If that's not bad enough, the driver's side door and the passenger. On the driver's side door, 
are open into my lane. And I'm like, you know, I'm what like. What the hell do I do? Yeah, it's like I can't slam on my brakes and when you hit from behind, I can't just jerk it to the left because I'm going to, I got to wait for the traffic to clear. <laughs> and it's like, so I, I kind of like slowed down. I, I did a quick tap of the brakes. Can you pass them on the right? Well, no, because their doors are all. So I like. I don't know if somebody was murdered in that vehicle, or what. But all four doors are open, and the car is not. It's like I get cars break down, and that's on. That's right. you can't control that. Right. But, but you just don't you, double the size, the double the width of your car. Right. And you know, get out on the passenger side, and it's very very rarely does a car break down and just this stop. It just stops instantly. You can at least get six more feet to the right, up and to the right. And it was, it, I mean, it was a, I mean, it, that was one of those things. And that was, I even said to Justin, I said, boy, I'm glad I, you know, I'm glad when you came back double fisted and he politely said to me, so, well, there wasn't any line and I didn't think we'd be able to get any more beer. I got these both for me, but if you want one, I guess you can have one. I'm like, well, do you want them both? Well, yeah, I got them both. Myself. But who knows? Maybe that, if I have that one extra beer, cause that was midway through Papa Roach. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. I just <laughs> plow into that. Right. But it's like, why would you stop there? So fuck you to that vehicle who clearly doesn't know how to drive now. If, if But even if somebody, you, you got to have a little bit of composure. Even if somebody had a massive heart attack in the car, why would you exit into traffic? Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so. I don't know. So no matter what happened, the fuck you is still warranted. And kids out there, don't drink and drive. Exactly. Just like Mike is trying to exemplify. Yeah. That wasn't me throwing my phone. That was slipped out of my hand because I have no phone cover because I'm too lazy to get on Amazon and order a uh, uh, phone protector for my Galaxy 72 or whatever the fuck it is. Okay, so I, the only fuck you I have, um, it's not necessarily lighthearted, but uh, if anybody's been on the train lately, the bathrooms are dumb. Just, How so, Dave? Just the wa- Just I, I mean... I guess it's like being on a being on a plane. If there's a little bit of, you know, there's always some rocking and rolling, you know, on the tracks that that, uh, you know, back and forth, whatever. But the the faucets they had in there had the little um, the little knob that hangs down. It's a valve, and right. you got to push it up for water to come out. Well, what happens when you put your hand flat up against the 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 spigot, you know, and now you got water coming out. And sprays at you. Oh, yeah. It sprays all over hell. So, fuck you to the idiot that designed that stupid thing. All right. That's well played. Yeah, I mean, but in fairness to them, they're dealing with, you know, it's the method of transportation, and that's just like a kind of a convenience. Right. It's like, sure. yeah, you're lucky and we're not making you piss at your and seat. Not, I mean, the, you know, going to Chicago and back from Chicago, it's not like the trains were empty. They got to have some money. Why can't you put a... You know, and they have electricity on the train. Why can't you put a sensor there to put your hand underneath and it will give you water? Just like in all the the airport bathrooms or pretty much any bathroom, public bathroom you go into anymore, it's got the little sensor that senses your hand is there and it puts water in your hand. Where is the end? Where do you get on Amtrak in this area? Duran. Is it Duran? Okay. Now they're thinking about opening one up in Saginaw. Oh, really? Where would that be, I wonder? Well, that's the problem, is that they would have to... I think they covered up all the tracks. Oh. I mean, they've sensed, you know, uh, tarved them over. Oh, okay, yeah. 
So I, I don't know how they're going to, but somebody said there has been discuss, some discussion in Saginaw to open that back up. Now, well, how many stops is, I mean, it's give or take. I mean, I, I'm sure you didn't count everyone, but so no. you have, you had a, Duran is what, 50 minutes from here? Yeah, Duran. So you drove East 50 Lansing. minutes to, you drove 50, 50 minutes, minutes to Duran. So it, the stops in Lansing, uh, Lansing, Battle Creek, I'm going to miss one, Lansing, Battle Creek, and then there's a whole host of stops between Battle Creek, you know, there's one in Gary, there's one in Buffalo. Well, I'm not going to get them in order either. I think it's like Niles, Buffalo, Gary. Um, shoot, another one in there. It's not a bad. It's not a bad way to travel, especially if you don't want to. I've right. taken a car into Chicago yeah. Oh, yeah. and I trying would, to yeah. find a place to yeah, park. I do that. Yeah. So you know, if you can do the Uber thing, which is what we did, that's not a bad way to go. Right. Oh, I like that. We, um, Actually use Lyft. I'm going to say right now, Lyft was half the price of Uber. Half. Okay. I half. Don't, but they're probably not as, well, bigger cities they probably are. But like, I don't know, you probably can't get Lyft in Saginaw. No, I don't think so. So I've never tried. But there no are reason. Ubers, because I know Justin takes Ubers, him and his buddies, they're all okay. drinking, they'll take Uber from right, where right. they're at. Right, right, right. So, um, all right, well. Yeah, okay. Hey, no, hey, get your shit together, Amtrak. Otherwise, Dave's going to fly to Chicago's next convention. <laughs> no, so. I'm not because they won't pay for that. <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. Random question time, Dave. Uh-oh. Uh, courtesy of Shelly. You know, lately we've been struggling with random questions. Shelly's uh, text you and I, you know, group text with a couple right. links about right. Questions about you know, this, that, and the other thing. You want to hold on to your phone? It's just it's it's slicker than whales. It's slicker than whale shit in ice flow, Dave. It, without that protective covering, on it, it just slides right out of my hand. So um, sounds like a personal problem. It is. It's a personal problem because I'm too lazy to get on Amazon and buy myself a fucking case, which would give me some grippage. So um, all right. So anyway, random question is. Oh, come on. Come on. How do you do that right, right before a random question? Third, third and final one. And this is kind of like, you, you got to be on your A game. And I told you they're going to get harder after the, the fucking beach ball I gave you up. Now, I know it's not his most popular song, but you got to know some of Bob Seger's stuff, right? Yep. How about Roll Me Away? Roll me away. Come and roll me away tonight. I remember the song. I didn't. I haven't listened to it. Not like you know. No. Right. So I'm this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you. It's gonna be a guess. All right. So he stops. How far out, time wise? Okay. Of what city, and to do what? Um. Sixty minutes outside of Boston to take a piss. <laughs> not even as uh, <laughs> John Bender would say in the movie, in the movie Breakfast Club. Not even close, bud. Um, come on. Uh, I'll give you another. I, I know Grandpa Blackhawk knows this one. Roll me and away. I, and, roll and, me away. Hold and, on. and Chuck um, might even know this one as well. In fact, I think Chuck will know it, but uh, I know Blackhawk Larry will know it. Grandpa Blackhawk, Blackhawk Larry, a.k.a. the same thing. Um, Two miles outside of... I don't know why I got Boston on my mind. Two two miles outside of Detroit to 
Um, get a drink. Well, that was a much better guess, but completely wrong. Well, he's a Michigan guy. Right. That's what I'm saying. It was a much better guess, yeah. but completely wrong. 12 hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Shit. So now, I've always been, I didn't really like, it, it must have been the way the lyrics flowed, because 12 hours out of Mackinac City, you're not even in the fucking state anymore. No. <laughs> I mean. You're not even in, like, you're not even in the UP. That's what I mean. I mean, yeah. if he went, if he went Mackinac City north and like headed to Houghton, twelve hours from Mackinac City, he's in Wisconsin easily, easily, or Canada, right? If you can, if, sure. And then if you went, if you just went south down seventy five, Mackinac City's. Yeah, I mean, well, you're you may you not you may not even be in Ohio or Indiana well, at that yeah, point because it's three hours to the Mackinac Bridge from here, yeah. and then we're about three hours to Ohio. To Toledo, right, give or take. Right. So that's six hour. So Ohio's a long state. So you're probably in Kentucky, twelve hours out of Mackinac City. <laughs> so it must have just been like um, uh, the song because uh, there is no uh, "Don't Stop Believing." Is you know, um, Journey. Yeah, it's uh, the he says South Detroit. There. Uh, yeah. Born and raised in South, South and they, they don't re, they don't really refer to Detroit as South Detroit because that's like South Detroit is basically isn't it Rochester Hills or Monroe or Monroe yeah, yeah. They, they don't refer to it as South Detroit, but that was the only lyric that fit to flow with the song. So because if somebody said it in Monroe, people would have went yeah. where? But I don't. What does twelve rhyme with? He should. I think he should have said like three <laughs> hours out of Mackinac because that's an odd point. Twelve hours away. Yeah. I mean, like when you're in Kentucky, uh-huh. like you pull into that bar in Kentucky and you say, "Hey, I'm just out of Mackinac City. Give me a Budweiser, please." And they're like, "Mackinac City? Where the fuck is that?" <laughs> I'm twelve hours from there. Right. I always thought it was odd. Twelve hours out of Mackinac because you're not even fucking in the state of Michigan. But it's Bob Seger, you know, that's his home base. Maybe that's right. His but home, he's not yeah. even he's not even in his home base anymore. Twelve hours out of it. Yeah, but he's always reflecting back to it because it's home. All right. I have no idea, Mike. I'm just trying. To... I'm, I'm with you, Dave. So anyway, let's get back to the random question. All right. Which moment in your life would you most like to do over? Oh Lord. Um. Well, for starters, it would be that golf tournament I went to where my fly was down the whole time I was walking around the registration and, you know, those girls were waving at me and whatnot. That was another random question way back. Um, Actually, no. I probably, with my fly down like that, I got noticed a little more than if my fly was normal. Uh, To do over. To do over. I don't know, man. Uh, okay, so state finals. All right. Uh, my senior year, we're at Forest Acres West, state golf finals, Forest Acres West in East Lansing. I am five over par going into the 17th hole. The 17th hole is a par four. Right now, I know I'm probably sitting top 10 in the state, you know, class A. I'm playing with a kid from Birmingham, Brother Rice, who I know is a, he's a good stick. You know what I mean? This kid is, I'm only one or two strokes away from him. Probably, I'm playing ugly golf though. It's not like I'm like getting a bunch of birdies and stuff like that. I'm, I'm getting up and down and making putts, you know, this kind of thing. I, I get in my head, I've got to play this stick, you know, this whole safe. 
And long story short, I ended up taking a nine. That's not good. No, that's, <laughs> that's really bad, actually. So uh, anyway, so yeah, I take myself completely out of contention and I put myself back to reality. I'd like to have that over if I can know what I know now. Okay. Yeah. So how? So what would you have done differently? Oh man, I would have. I would have brought out the big dog. Hell yeah, man! I would have. Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, I would have. I would have brought out the big dog and just kept doing what I was doing the whole time. Just you know, if I get in, you know, get in, bring out the big dog, but play aggressively. And if I get a little bit of trouble, let my short game do the talking. And you know, maybe I don't know if anything in my life would have been different. But I'm telling you what, I just. Oh yeah, it didn't. I crumbled. Yeah, it, I was on my knees, just trying not to like break down and you know go fetal position. Right. And, and that's actually a, a great answer because it doesn't say that would change your life. It said, "Hey, what would you like to do over?" That's, sure. I had mine down to two. The one, the first one was when I got my drunk driving. When I was, I did not know this. I, I was nineteen, and. We had drank all morning. In fact, it was this time of year because I, I shouldn't say it was March Madness. It was, it was in the winter, I know, because it was the I had a 76 Chevelle. And we were over at Greg Chappie's apartment, and we were playing darts, watching basketball. I don't know if it was March Madness or just basketball, you know, January, February. And just pounding fucking. I mean, we, we got over there at 10 o'clock. We were doing a dart tournament. We had teams, and there was money involved. And, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And we're drinking, you know, I I probably drank close to a case of beer 8 a.m. Well, let's say 10, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Sure. And drank, you're allowed to tell a Drank tell a case a story, of beer. Yeah. Buddy took me home. I went home on, to my mom's place on Whitemore. Fell asleep. Or passed out. I mean, you know, what, what, either. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Exactly. And um, I'm a... Uh, and then they all wake up about eight o'clock, and the God, it, it, yeah, well, it was, it was obviously the fish man because he was with me. He said, hey, "There's bingo at uh, the the Kmart there. It was a Kmart building at um, on Gratiot. It's now a uh, storage place. And in between, you know, they had bingo, so we went and played bingo. And they said they served minors there. So you know, and I literally had two beers there." Because I, I was always the type, if I had to show a fake ID, I was nervous, nervous. and like, oh, shit, I'm going to get busted. So during that bingo, I had two beers. Fish and I left. We stopped at the Texan to eat, and it was cold that night. So in this, And I remember, I told Dick, I said, yeah, it's cold. I'm going to have to gun it because it, it would, right. but I had to floor it just to, like, kind of blow the carbon out of it or whatever the... Yeah. Technical term is, got it up to speed, but I got up to like 50 miles an hour on State Street, and there was a cop. And he's like, he said, where are you coming from? And I'm like, yeah, I, I told him, and he said, how many beers do you have? I said, two. And I did. Yeah. I had two beers. at the, the bowl. She, He said, you're not even old enough to drink. I said, I understand that. Well, how did you get beer? I said, you know, I'm like, well, you'll have to ask them that. I mean, I said, can I have a Miller Lite? And they gave it to me. Right. And then, so I got out, I did the, I thought I did great on the ABCs and the, the walking and whatnot. And um, he says, how many beers do you have again? You tell the truth. I 
I said, I had two. You know, like, you know, and I basically, I wasn't arguing or wasn't rude or not. I said, like, like I told you, I'm, I'm not old enough to drink. I was, didn't really want to order me. I had two beer. And I think I blew a one six. <laughs> and he said, there, he said, there ain't, there ain't no way somebody your size blows a one six with two beers. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I had two beers. Yeah. I mean, I didn't tell him about the case I had, you know, from 10 to four. But right, but at at nineteen, that that ten to four had kind of wore off. I mean, I I, I'd sat through a whole night of fucking bingo for Christ's sakes. Right, you know. Anyway, so I ended up going. Anyway, so do I not drive? But that's not the moment I'm changing. I'm mom. Stop listening. Give you a (laughs) second to turn off. Turn it off. I'm going with the night, you know. I'm going with the night I lost my virginity because this segment lasts about this segment lasted about six minutes longer than that night did. So um, I I would like to go back. I want to do over there. Just to, how do you go from that to that? Today, those are two moments that I would like to do over. Okay, I don't okay. want that drunk you, you did. You did. I remember yep. now. You you prefaced that. I get yeah, it. And yeah, it's, okay. But and I'm going with. I want that night that 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 I lost my virginity. I want that night over. <laughs> Because, like I said, I mean, this segment's been, let's say this segment's nine minutes. It's it's probably eight minutes, 45 seconds longer than that first night. I know, I know that, I know Abracadabra that was on in the background was a lot longer. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. Hey, but hey, that that's the moment I would like, and, sure. and, and like you said, my, my, either way, my life. Because fortunately nobody was hurt in the, right the 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 drunk driving act thing, right. and uh, losing the virginity thing, my my life doesn't change either way. Sure, but th- that's the one I want changed over. So, I think it's time to rate Mueller. Whew. And this by ch- um, for lack, <laughs> I, this could be the most unique beer we've rated. I would tend to concur with that because it's. It's as sour as they come, but there are good flavors. There are very good flavors in this beer. Oh. So, and as far as far as sours go, I'm using your rating system for a change that I think it was like episode 115. Yeah. I'm going to use your rating system that you pointed me at. I think my favorite beer of the night is Oats and O's. So the listeners are going to say, well, he's got to rate it lower than 3.41. But using your rating system, as far as sours go, mm-hmm. this is what a sh- sour should be. Right. And I'm not really a sour guy. I don't really like them that much. They're kind of like, in too thick and too... This is I'm going to go a 3.81. Wow. If, if for no other reason, the uniqueness of this son of a bitch, because it is that lip-smacking... <laughs> baffling of a taste all right so i'm gonna go i'm gonna segue with that i mean i'm struggling man because i would think normally by the time i would get halfway three quarters of the way through this you know it kind of like it would it would not dull itself what am i trying to say like i would get used to it you know my God, every pull I take off of this thing, I'm just like, it feels like I'm throwing a whole handful of the, those sour bombs in my mouth. Ugh. But in the same token, you know, like you said, the flavor is good. 
it is the intense sour taste or the sour reaction to to my palate. Yes. I don't know. It's unique, that's for sure. Um, I just because of that, I don't think I could have another one. Uh, maybe I don't know if I, like you said that, eh, or no, like I said the IPA before this. Back and forth, back and forth. I guess I gotta go. I gotta go back with a like a three point, <clears throat> three point three five. All right. Well, you are right in line with on tap because again another beer that hasn't really been sampled much on on tap 89 check-ins on those 89 average out to 3.39 so you're right on and i'm slightly over and i think my rating is part of the uniqueness because this was a very i mean i i appreciate what you're saying but i'm just i'm getting i'm getting killed with the intense sourness of it um and and like I said before, maybe the maybe the IPA before you know kind of set me yeah. up with that. I'm not sure. All right. Anyway, Dave. Unfortunately, episode 118 is coming to an end. And as I look down into the bottom of my glass, I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late great Stuart Scott would say, "You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here." <laughs>